you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And you can have prolapse where your uterus actually drops. I've heard of that. Yeah. It would be so terrifying. Yes. My God. <laughs> what <Yes>. is that? <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> uterus just fell out. Seriously. Between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And this is our first episode where we have a guest. Yay! I feel so honored. Guest host. We're all hosts here. Yeah. Yeah. We're all equals. We have Brianna Cox, and she is a really good friend of mine. I've known her for a long time. She is a pre and postnatal specialist, personal trainer. She's been training for 10 years, um, specializes in nutrition. And we're having her on to talk about being pregnant while you are still training and staying healthy. She is having her third baby. So she has way more experience than me and even way more experience than Gina because Gina never, never, worked was, out. never was training. <laughs> I didn't work out when I was pregnant. <laughs> But you can find her on social media, on Instagram, at bodybybree2, so the number two. She's got online coaching. She's now actually a coach with me in my Naked program, which we are revamping and relaunching new stuff for early next year. So, yeah, you're going to see a lot more. You are going to see a lot more of her. (laughs) Not Um, more. You're going to see not more of her. You're going to see a whole hell of a lot more of her through my social channels as we start launching new programs. But what we want to talk about today is something 
I know half about, Gina knows half about, and Brianna has first. She knows all about. She knows all about <laughs> all it, and about it's it. being all pregnant. Yeah, and training. So, you are currently 15 weeks pregnant. Yes. With baby number three. Yes. Which is crazy because she's teeny. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. Teeny. She's like, she yeah. shows up, looks so teeny, cute. Teeny, tiny. I'm we rolled a, out of bed. I'm a total hot mess. <laughs> no, I just flew into no. Atlanta. got it together, man. And she's adorable. And she's like, <laughs> she's tiny. Anyways, before we get into it really quick, just give me a little rundown about like, a few bullet points about you that other people may not know. And then we're just going to get right into a about how hard it is to build a baby. Right. It is hard. Um, just a couple bullet points. I already have two children. So I just... Experience. How old are they? Yes. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Oh, you're busy. I am busy. They're adorable. I'm Ugh. very busy. But I feel like um, I just can relate to moms. And that's what I am very passionate about. Because I always see women working out and they're doing things that I'm like, stop, you're going to hurt your body. So it's just like my mission to help spread this information because mm -hmm. I'm so passionate about it. And I hurt myself after my first, so I'm like, I don't want other people to do that, yeah. you know? So And it's it's I imagine it's gotta be kinda tough too because everyone is different. It's like Yes. But there are really great like rules of thumbs yes. when it comes to training mm -hmm. that you should always start with, regardless of like if you are an outlier or if you are the exactly. exception. Mm -hmm. You know, you should always start there and then sort of I guess, make little adjustments along the way. Yeah, so, and the frustrating thing is every pregnancy is different. Like, you you might right. feel really good one pregnancy, and, and the next really one terrible. you might be, like, on bed rest. So yeah, that's right. what's hard. You have to have no expectations. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've never been pregnant, but my <laughs> sisters have all had, had pregnancies, and, like, my sister's first pregnancy was, it was okay, mm -hmm. um, but she actually, with her first two, was stuck in the hospital a lot with uh, um kidney infections so like so really really bad and she was really sick and so after her second pregnancy and she was an um she she swam on the junior olympic swim team so wow. she was an athlete and she was you know training but right. definitely not training kind of like i do or training even the way that you do right. or maybe more women might be training nowadays mm -hmm. like with a lot of weights and things like that but her third pregnancy they were really scared to even try and have another baby because Honestly, you're like you're playing with fire when it comes to like her kidneys were in such rough shape after two yeah, that's full term babies of, kid you know, being in the hospital, and then her third one she had twins. Oh boy! And she was smaller than she was with either of her first two, and she was not sick at all. Like it was completely one yes. a total one eighty mm -hmm. from her first two pregnancies, which was crazy. It was like an easier pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. And you always say in your head like, oh I'm gonna do this or this is how I'm gonna be and you just you never know. Okay. So pregnancy number <laughs> one, it's your, it's your first baby. What were the things that you did to sort of prepare for that? Because it terrifies me. Yeah. Like just thinking about like um Mostly, I want to talk about the training side, but you can definitely mm -hmm. touch a little bit on, like, the nutrition side. Like, what yeah. was your plan? Well, I I think with the first one, I didn't have a lot of expectations. I just kind of thought, oh, I don't know. This is what I'll do. Because I was in, like, relatively good shape before. Mm -hmm. So I just always felt, and I felt really good with my first pregnancy. I wasn't sick. I felt completely normal. But I think that's where I kind of got in trouble because I did the exact same workouts. I didn't ever modify anything. And then after I had the baby, I got right back into it like a week and a half after having my baby. Yeah, and you did and, wow. you did you did your first um like 
bikini bodybuilding yeah. competition right after the first yeah, one. Yeah, I right? started training for it like five and a half months after my baby was born. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which isn't the smartest because your body's still trying to be put back together. Yeah, right. so. I, I definitely, that's, I don't want to say that that's like the normal at all, but no. being in the fitness industry, I have seen, I mean, People lots rush of people get back. Do they? Mm-hmm. They start getting right back to it, and I think you can speak to it more than I could. But there, you should get back to being active. Right. But there still are, you know, it takes your body how long to f- like build the baby. Like it yes. doesn't. It's not all of yes. a sudden back to square one. Right. It's like yes. you probably need to follow a series of steps and like an order of operation to get well, back to where that is not, too. What I see is women, and this is was my problem too. Is I just wanted to keep doing everything that I was doing before. And I didn't want it to stop me from doing anything, you know, and I wanted to stay really fit. So I was sitting there doing burpees like nine months pregnant. And I'm like doing, you know, jumping jacks. And it's like all this pressure on my pelvic floor, which I had nothing. I I didn't know anything about that. I was just like, oh, I'm healthy, whatever. I was still doing like mountain climbers and all this stuff that you want to start cutting out when you're pregnant. And it was just too much for my body. And then I got right back into working out after. And then I really regret it because my pelvic floor muscles just like they couldn't they could not hold all of that weight you know Mm -hmm. so I think more often than not women put so much pressure on themselves to like oh I I just want to be as healthy as possible and they overdo it and that's where they hurt themselves yeah so so what specifically would you say was like the biggest issue coming back I guess um, Which is re like at a certain point needing to be like now I have to really start over with like my pelvic floor. Yes, and I think you're just not used. Like for me, the first baby, I was like, whose body is this? Like I had no idea. My hips were wider, so then my knees were out of alignment. My back hurt. You have extra progesterone in your body, so you can pull muscles really easily and ligaments. Your joints are all loose. Like it is the weirdest, and you're like kind of humbled because you're like, oh man, <laughs> I gotta start all over again. Yeah, right. So I think that was probably the hardest and also just listening to your body and taking it slow because, like I said, just jumping right back into it too soon is where you do damage. And also, I was going to say, when you're doing your workouts when you're pregnant, most women don't realize that their abs have separated. Yeah, I've, I've right. definitely heard a lot about that and seen that separation that like doesn't yes. come back together. Yes, yeah, the diastasis recti. So you'll have everybody's abs will separate when they're pregnant. That's just what happens. It's a baby coming through, so your abs have to go to the side. Yep. So for me, at like 15 weeks, mine are already separated. I've already cut out all core exercises. Like this baby, I am so much more cautious because when you keep doing abs, when your abs are already separating, it's just going to keep pulling them apart. It's just going to put more pressure on your abs. Right. And it's going to make them separate faster. And women think, oh, I'll keep working core so my stomach stays smaller. But that's the opposite of what you want to do. Oh, because it doesn't want to go all the way back together? Yeah, because when you're, let's say you're doing planks and your abs are already separating, it's just going to keep separating Yeah, because when you flex your core, it definitely does, like, uh-huh. make things start to contract. So right. if, yes. if you're already, your body's pulling it this way, right. it's still wanting to contract. It's probably... Mm-hmm. It's too much pressure. So, like, right now, if I lean back my abs cone out in the middle yeah. because I have like a one inch gap where I don't have any abs. Right. And yeah, so, I've seen that and you can almost like feel yes. it. Yes. It's and like so an that's, <laughs> exactly. Once that starts happening, you want to stop. stop doing all your core exercises. And then same with like the jumping, pounding movements. Even first trimester, things are super like, you just have to be very careful because you can knock the like 
sack off of the walls. And so you just want to be careful with doing like pounding stuff, like box jumps, you mm-hmm. know, ice running, jumping jacks, that's all fine. But just pounding stuff you want to be careful with. And I cut out, now that I'm in my second trimester, I cut out box jumps, running even, because it's still like your your uterus is so heavy and it's still pounding on your pelvic floor muscles and mine are weak. So I'm like right. very, very cautious. <clears throat> so anyway. I think a lot of times people think too, it's like it's for the baby. You know what I mean? I mean, the baby's yeah. protected, right? Yes, yes. And so everyone's like, oh, the baby's fine because like, it's got all the liquid around it or whatever, yeah. but it is really just for, for your, your own body. Yes, you're supporting muscles. Right. So then after women have a hard time like holding their pee, you know, like their bladders are like super loose, yeah. everything's loose. And you can have prolapse where your uterus actually drops. I've heard of that. Yeah. That would be so terrifying. Yes. My God. <gasps> what yes. is that? <gasps> Sorry, my <laughs> uterus just fell out. <laughs> just fell out. No, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. Or like you or you feel like your insides are so loose that like they're gonna fall out. You right. feel it. That's it's terrifying. Too loose. So you want to just avoid that at all costs. So, I just yeah. feel my about hands this. are full. Oh, you no, just swelling I, up here. <laughs> no, I was just talking to somebody about this because they they have a PT or something like that that's just for pelvic floor. Yes, yes. And it's well, my crazy. friend Jen has one. No, so she went in and this woman like she like laid on her back. She put her finger in her vagina mm-hmm. and then made her do a, like a kegel like, and hold uh-huh. it for ten seconds. And I was like, I'm doing what? it right now. Are they qualified to do that? Like, do you like check someone's qualifications? Can you imagine, like, if a man just came up and was like, hey, "I'm gonna I put, my, put my finger in your vagina, and squeeze. I want you to squeeze. I'm gonna hold it for like ten seconds, and nope, yep, you're good." Yeah, <laughs> like, that is but, yeah, how no, you, I've heard it's that. crazy. You have to like actually go to physical therapy to repair your pelvic floor if it's that damaged. Well, and because there's no, I mean, there's no other way to get to it, right? Exactly. You know I mean, there's like um. I mean, I've never had anyone. I look like, 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 like you're strapping in <laughs> or something like that. Have like, you I'm, seen yeah. the Kegel weights? They're like oh, weights yes. that you hold in. Yes. You have to try to hold You have to hold them in. Oh, I've actually works, done that though. before. Yeah. It works. Yeah, I used to well, do I, it in the shower. A girlfriend of mine, she like, and I get like this if I'm on my on my period. Like in the middle of a training session, I get the gnarliest cramps mm-hmm. that like everything is like seizing up basically. And it's it feels, the only way I can describe it to people, mostly to, like, to men. Or try next. No. Well, <laughs> that also happens. Just, uh, that's when for another episode. <laughs> that I mean, is, that, that yeah, okay. is true. And it, well, that's for a different episode. It's like Arnold. But basically, I tried to explain. <laughs> it feels like I am coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. (laughs) But I'm like, when I try to explain it to like men mostly, I'm like, it literally feels like my insides, like my low, like your low pelvic floor is like a wet rag being wrung out. Right. And it's like, for her, it will happen, like for Jen, it happens a lot. And it's, it is, it will last for so long after she trains and it happens during competitions. So she started working with like a, same thing, like a pelvic floor specialist. It's like. Oh, because she's had kids. Yeah. No, Jen hasn't had no oh. no kids. Oh, she's just so, so just, tight down there. Yeah. Oh, well, good for her. Oh, well, well, good. We all want to be tight down there. <laughs> well, good yeah. for her. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you are. <laughs> but on the opposite end, there are women who are scared to work out mm-hmm. because they're like, "Oh, I don't want to, you know, hurt anything." And then that, on the other hand, is also not good because no. yeah. it's so 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 beneficial. It makes your labor faster, your recovery way quicker. It even helps with like varicose veins, helps with your blood circulation, all of your like when you get cankles and yep. stuff. It helps with all of that because 
when you work out, you know, you're moving you all your move blood, that blood around. Exactly. It helps with your mood. It helps you eat healthier. So I'm like the biggest advocate of working out pregnant and it's completely safe. You just have to know the modifications. Well, and you really just have to, I mean, if like for me, same thing, it's like I've I know how to work with pregnant women in the gym, but I it's still different than when you yourself are pregnant because yes. everyone's going to have a different pregnancy. So yes. super important to practice being able to check in with yourself to mm-hmm. know how things feel and then get off like, you know, you're going to have to be humble. Yes. Like you said, like you, you were humbled because especially in, I think people like from my sort of training, like we really do, you train through you know, discomfort. Mm-hmm. And when we train people, we're teaching them to that, like, uh, this discomfort isn't bad. Yeah. So now if you've learned how to, like, understand Push that, like, through. this pain is right. actually not bad, it's actually good. And that's how we see results. And it's, that's how you build muscle and get stronger. Well, now you're going to have to start to learn another way of, yes. like, well, that's important to have, but now you're learning your body in a whole new mm-hmm. way. So I like what you said about that, like you you were pregnant and you were finished and you're like, whose body is this? Like everything yes. is different, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess if I ever decided to build one of those things called a baby, um, <laughs> I've definitely had to go through the process of like, stop doing all my training and having to come back like from it's like an injury your it's baby's hard. an injury and, and it's your so hard an injury. to start over every time yeah. right. you're like Ugh. so going into your second then so now mm-hmm. you have and before your first you were obviously working out and in good shape but you hadn't like really dove deep into fitness had you um well i've always yeah i've always loved it but i've never done a competition okay so were I you just, were you coaching were you were you, uh-huh, you were was, training at the yeah, time yeah yeah i've been um personal training since I was like 18. So it's always been a part of my life. But um, yeah, I just wanted, you get like, I remember I was in the hospital and I was like, no carbs for me. They're like, do you want a burger? (laughs) Dude, I can relate to that. (laughs) No, I'm good, I'm good. I'll just be here with my protein. you need to fuel your baby. Yes, because you want to feel normal so bad. You're so sick of being so huge that you're like, I just want to get back into it. So then when I, and then you get like, snap back into reality really quick when you're on like two hours of sleep and you're like, hey, I'll eat a survival burger. mode. <laughs> right. I'll take a cheeseburger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never give mind. Me the carbs. Oh. Give me the, the carbs. carbs. So then after like, it was like five and a half months, I um, I had to quit nursing because I just lost all my milk. And anyway, I just was like, I needed a challenge. So that's when I got into competing. Okay. And you, how, how long, I guess, well, there's two years between your kids, yeah. right? So, so you did your competition and then mm-hmm. did one more year and then you got pregnant. Yeah, and then I had to start all over again. Yeah, was your <laughs> second one? Again. Was your second one planned or unplanned? Yeah, it was planned. planned. Uh-huh. Was your third one planned? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, We're that's crazy. Nice, though, yes. But that's kind of nice, you know. Like at least like you at that for that you've been mentally preparing yourself. Right. right? Yes, I and knew, and that's I, what I think would be could be the hardest is if it's a surprise and you're someone who is so into like routine and Mm -hmm. you know competing or not competing but like uh training and diet and things like that and it's a big part I told Adam like it's really hard for me to get pregnant because training is such a big part of my life it's really hard for me to feel so like modified in everything Mm -hmm. and not be able to like push myself and feel strong like that's a hard thing for me it sounds selfish but just like every day to get that endorphin high it's it's definitely it's definitely not selfish I think that if I've learned anything from being around a lot of different moms and at different stages in their life like grandmas like 
first time mm-hmm. moms or yeah, yeah. Mom, like my mom, you mm-hmm. know, is that it's so important to remember that. And again, easier said than done because I have not had a baby. But the advice I've been given is that you have to put yourself first you as do. much as like being a mom. You don't want to like my mom told me, you know, she put her kids before everything. Right. I mean, before her marriage, before her work, before yeah. everything, before herself. And we had it. I mean, I felt that we felt that, you know, but also it's like, but as kids, like we need you to love you. Yes. We need to watch you take care of you because that's how we learn how to do it for Mm -hmm. ourselves. you know, and as long as you're you're happy and you feel good, um, they will feel that and they will, you know, that's going to in turn like transfer over to them and through this whole like process of like building a baby. So staying healthy and staying fit through your pregnancy is like for sure important because yes. if, if you can get a little endorphin rush it may not be as intense as yes, like but it helps you my know, mood it will, so it much will help a ton so yeah through what you've learned through your first two um is there anything going into this third one you look great by the way you're um, so that, sweet. that you you'd like to try and do differently or maybe you just want to pay closer attention to xyz Yeah, 100%. Like, I am a totally different mindset this time around. I'm more focused on how can I protect my body while trying to be as healthy as possible. And so I modify everything. I'm like, nope, that hurts. I'm not doing that. Oh, I feel that in my back. I'm done doing that one, you know. And so even, like, the trainers, I, I get a little frustrated because sometimes, like, trainers will be like, go heavier, go heavier. Why aren't you doing core? I'm like... I need to teach you guys a little bit (laughs) on, you know, and so, and even like with your progesterone, how it's, your muscles are so loose. Mm -hmm. Like when I do deadlifts, I'm like at half what I normally do because you can pull things so easily and I feel it in my back. And so it's like, just things like that. I'm just, I've totally given up my ego Mm -hmm. and I am just all about protecting my body. Yeah. You definitely have to check your ego at the door. Yes. How often do you work out, you think? I work out six days a week, sometimes five if I'm tired, Mm -hmm. but it's like my release, especially having two kids. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I need to get to the gym. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to take a quick break, but thank you so much, Brie, for coming and talking to us about being pregnant. Um, She actually is going to a doctor's appointment. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So she's going to go and check that baby out. Um, A couple of things, just like rules of thumb that I know that I follow with coaching pregnant women and I'm sure... Brie could either add to it or just agree is it's very important to just remember through the very beginning process like keep doing what you're doing until something feels uncomfortable then you just cut it out Mm -hmm. there's no reason to test it more right if you do it once and it feels uncomfortable cut it out Mm -hmm. start modifying and that's like from a beginning point and as you move through that first trimester obviously you're going to have bigger modifications as you go further into your pregnancy you're going to cut out more movements as you go further into your pregnancy and then from there you know it's super important from what I understand is uh as you get further in with intensity or in you know with breathing heavy it's very important to be able to maintain a conversation with your trainer that's something that I've I've learned and I've worked with pregnant women pregnant women when they're in my class is making sure no one you're not going so hard that your heart right. your your heart is pumping so fast that you cannot have a calm conversation while you're training mm-hmm. just uh take care of yourself and take care of your baby and definitely take care of yourself so we don't have to be sending you guys 
uh, uterus weights. <laughs> okay. Kegel weights. Kegel weights. <laughs> uterus weights. We just want him to fall out. Kegel. 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 Yeah. Is it Kegel? Kegel, Kegel I think. Kegel. Yeah. Kegel yeah. weights. And do your Kegels, guys. Yeah, do them. Do your Kegels. I'm doing them right now. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in just a minute. We won't see you. Actually, we'll we'll talk to you. Thanks, Bree. Thank you, Bree. Have Thanks, a good, guys. Have a great doctor's appointment. Pregnancy. Have a great weekend. Now that I'm done. Yeah. After having kids ever Remember again. all this stuff, Gina, so in case I need this information. <laughs> I'll tell my kids hey, when they're having kids. in case you get kids. knocked up again. Right. You well, never know. You never happen. know. <laughs> <laughs> menopause is for another, <laughs> menopause yeah, for another time. <laughs> and uh, we will definitely have you back and we'll talk about that postpartum, which is yes. very important. Whole nother beast. Oh, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Thanks for waiting around, you guys. Uh, hopefully you're still here listening. We are back. Brianna is already on her way to the doctor's appointment. She's got to go check the baby out. And me and Gina are still going to talk about being pregnant and working out. I don't have firsthand experience, but I do have siblings. My whole family's very active. And we've had some different pregnancies at my house. So I'll start by just saying uh, what we heard from Brianna is super important. I have I have been training and worked with women when they're pregnant for a long, a, a long time now. But even something that she brought up 
I had never really thought about. And I don't think that you would necessarily think about it unless you yourself had gone had through f- it. gone through it. And right. I haven't, you know, and it was the thing about paying attention to protecting your body. You know, right. Because you I, always think it's the baby. Yeah. Because you def- I definitely protect the baby. Like, I'm, really, the baby's protected. Yeah. Because I immediately has, think like, oh, well. It's almost like your body's like a, a just this like super strong shield to shield the baby, but I never really considered, you know, how little things would be affecting my ability to recover. Right. You know, it's always for sure like thinking like, oh, is the baby okay? Is the baby okay? It's like, yeah, the baby's in there, and like, yeah, you can run and do these things because it's fine. But then, like she said, there's a lot of weight and pressure moving in your body. Your, you know, and you have all this progesterone, and you're you're very lax. Your body becomes very flexible because it has to be because soon it's going to open up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like how your like how you made like this Ace motion been, like, like your Ace vagina <laughs> becomes like this five foot wide hole. <laughs> You're just no, giving, no, giving birth picture, to a twelve-year-old boy. Or I something. picture uh, Ace Ventura when nature calls. Oh my God! When he comes when out he of comes Rhino's out of the butt. <laughs> I don't know why I still think that's so funny. It is so funny. Oh my God. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't think about that. I kind right. of pictured like my body, especially now. It's like strong and uh, it's just supposed to. It knows what it's supposed to do. It opens up and things move, and your abs move, and you build it a baby. Just goes right back. It just goes right back. And but that is not the case, <laughs> that's not the people. Case. So, no. yeah, um, my sister could not have kids. So for her, um, for, I mean, her whole growing up, she couldn't have them. She didn't have a menstrual cycle and she got married and she like, really wanted to try and have a baby. And it's like, well, she was always told her whole life she couldn't. And then she went to a specialist that was like, no, I think we can definitely get you pregnant. You know, and so they did in vitro. If you guys don't know what in vitro is, it's um, you have to put like basically taking shots every single day for so long yeah they're gonna yeah hormones grow like an embryo and then yeah. put it in and yeah anyway anyways a lot of stuff that we're not gonna talk yeah. about because i don't know much about it and uh we'll do it another time maybe <laughs> um but she was doing in vitro and for her she was when she got pregnant she was i think overly concerned about the idea that maybe her body couldn't like it wasn't meant to build a baby so had to be overly protective sure when in reality it was worse for her health wise meant like mental health wise to do that because she just felt like she couldn't do anything yeah yeah and then it, i th- honestly it can become like an excuse and well no well let me let me say, no 100% so like i'm talking about my own personal experience with my family so like my sister um you know wants to get her health better and lo- and she needs to needed to lose weight um definitely more heavy set and so for me sometimes and even for her you go into something where it's like eating for two right right you don't need to think about it like that but it can become something that can be an easy out Oh, I did that for sure. Yes. But so for her with like health and fitness, right. to a certain extent, 100% to even have the, to, to be told your entire life that you can't have kids and now you're pregnant, you're going to be super cautious. So for her, it's not, it's not about um, needing to go to the gym and try and lose weight while you're pregnant. No. No. But it's more so like, let's keep your mental health really good. And it's not going to the gym and doing a bunch of stuff you haven't been doing. It's just going for a walk. Moving. Moving. And 
definitely like where you know the type of training I do you're obviously probably thinking I'm picturing going to the gym and lifting and doing everything you can except for the things that like bother you no I think it's just for certain people I think well for everyone but I wouldn't put that on any of you since I don't know you but for like my family it is mental health it is just just sweat breathe move because you will feel better right like Bree said the endorphins help so much and for her um it was a it was a terrible a pretty scary experience but partway through she definitely started to feel a little bit more comfortable with training with moving and everyone around her felt that difference because it's she's more pleasant to be around right you know i can only imagine like with the hormones and stuff you know with uh ups and downs of oh they're yes. added to, you know mm-hmm. like your mood swings right. i mean i have mood swings and i'm and i'm not building a baby <laughs> It's like my period comes and it's like, you get one good week of me a month and then you get to suffer for three weeks. Everyone goes into hiding. Seriously. Uh, yeah, but, no, for me, it was, um, I wish I'd been more active for sure. My my last baby, I had at 30, uh, my little Ruby, and um, I kind of did what you said where I you know, it was my last kid. I was just going to, you know, enjoy it and just, you know, and I ate four sandwiches every <laughs> every lunch I mean I just like over eight it was the it was the first time in my life that I hid what I was eating from people because I just could not stop eating I would literally go in the pantry and eat two cookies really fast and then come out with two like oh look at I only ate two cookies <laughs> <laughs> you know so do, you, do you think and, that like it was something that was more of a like mentally you want you were or do you was, well, I was, think your body, honestly, was your body well, like you, also I'll tell you what I honestly it. think it was I had had my first so young you know was mm-hmm. not a planned pregnancy would not recommend it um but uh so young and I had always been a very thin person naturally yes. and I honestly thought in my head I'm gonna eat whatever I want and I'm not going to have to work out that hard. I'd always like worked out, but like, you know, like treadmill or whatever. Like, no, we really talked about it. Out. You were right. definitely so thin was... that people like thought you had like a really <laughs> terrible eating disorder. I was. When in fact I you was. didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I just was super genetically just, I was a gangle monster. And so it was so weird because like with having 10 years between my first and my last, my first one, I barely gained any weight. I was super tiny. Mm-hmm. And then. With the last one, I mean, I literally had family members look at me like, whoa, do you think you're going to bounce back from that? <laughs> like, I was asked that. Do you think you're going to bounce back? Because I was pushing like 200 pounds. I'd started out at like 135. I was pushing 200 when I had her. And it was just from like not, it was just overeating. I mean, we had, one time we had uh, like a block party at my work and in and out came and I ate four double doubles. <laughs> And I would have eaten a fifth, but people were looking at me. <laughs> and I was like, I have a problem. I have a you real problem. You needed an intervention. Yeah. You, needed, and it was, you needed that friend there to smack that double-double double out of your did. head. Um, yeah, no, it was, I definitely would not recommend doing what I did. I mean, I would definitely recommend being active every day. You know, yes, you can eat more, but just don't go off the rails. I mean, it's... It, you know what? Stick with a plan. I mean, I, this is not, don't take this as Bible, but because I've just, I've heard this, but it makes a lot of sense too. And I think this could be a better motivation for people that are, are pregnant and having, you know, what you are doing physically 
what you are eating while you're pregnant. You are. Whoa. Did you hear my stomach? Is that an alien? <laughs> but what you are doing, you know. I just like, found out I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Jesus. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you're doing is you are, you are, you're forming and, and you're basically setting up, uh, you're building a baby. Yeah. Um, you're they're learn they're having adapt like adaptation. I would say I don't know like the best way to put it, but it's like you are setting themselves up for how maybe they are going to function. Um, because you they we talk they talk about with like um, but kids are so malleable, right? I find it super important with children with their diet. Sometimes kids are super picky, and they don't want to eat things. So you know, parents will just start giving them whatever they'll eat. I understand that. I don't have kids, but I do have lots of nieces and nephews, and they're all very different. And I also went through phases where they didn't eat anything. Like my sister's kids wouldn't eat anything but gogurts. They <laughs> ate nothing but, but gogurts. Right. And my aunt's kids were like, she had twins, same thing. You know, at a certain point, you just want them to eat. But, and even my sister's kids are so small, super active, super thin. But I still, every time I come home, I'm always like, you can't. Do what you can to change what they're eating because you are, you're training their body, right? You are getting their body to function at a certain, like at a certain rate and move food around and use it as fuel. And like we're teaching, you're teaching the body how to like work Mm -hmm. and what to eat and what it does. And I think that starts at even a earlier stage, like when you're building this baby. Well, definitely. I I mean... So like the, for, I don't want to make it sound like I wasn't healthy at all. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> Your saddlebags. No, I just, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, but like I think it's more so no, if more people think about that where we think about. I can't speak for you, but I would assume, which is never a good thing to do. Fuck, I'm really screwing it up right now. Yeah. But I'm going to assume anyways that we think about like the, the health of the baby as far as like safety. Right. So we think like your physical activity trying to be like safe for the baby like is the baby like am I hurting it if I do this exercise am I doing this and then we think about food we don't really think about food as safety right we think about just as food as fuel it's just calories it's just you got to build the baby and you're building the baby so we got to eat the calories because you got to build the baby so if we start thinking more about diet in terms of safety as well or how you are you know you're teaching that body this baby to use food as fuel and we give it and we think more about, you know, the types of food we're giving it or because um, for some people, I'm sure they're sometimes may just think like food as fuel and, and food and just food in general, but not think about like the, the quality of food. Right. But if we think more about how important it is that we we're teaching this new little body how to eat, you know, how to use good food as fuel, we're kind of setting that baby, that child up for having a much healthier, you know, life and having a, a body that's going to function really well and then you know you don't want them to have like health problems right you know and then we see the epidemic of like obesity and we see these epidemics of like high blood pressure and I mean I've met people being a trainer that have brought kids in that the kids have such high cholesterol but you look at them and they're not like I had a, a woman bring in her child one day it was years ago it was when I was actually a personal trainer before doing CrossFit and the doctor needed this kid to work. They were trying to get their cholesterol levels and their, and their blood pressure down. Mm-hmm. But the child was like really small. Like looking at um, the little girl, like you never think like, oh, your health is not good. Right. So thin. But her the food quality she ate was so bad 
but her body from the outsider looking in was using it just fine because right. she wasn't fat. Well, and some of it's genetics. Too. Yes. Right. You know, but like it's, it's so it's like that. It's like change the quality of food so we can make a big, you know, a big difference on the overall health, not just the overall weight. Right. You know, for yourself, obviously, and for the baby. Well, and for the record, Ruby hates In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> <laughs> but so also, for the record, we have to, like, sneak protein into things to try and feed her. She's oh, eight. no, no, I'm not saying that she's super healthy. I'm no, just no, saying no. it's interesting that she hates In-N-Out Burger. I'm like, with all the double-doubles I ate. What's the weirdest pregnancy craving that you had? Oh, I wasn't, like, a ice cream and pickles person. I, like, just really... I wasn't normally a sweets eater, and I just wanted to eat all the sweets. I think was that's, there, that was the was weirdest Was there thing. anything that you— And it was just the amount of food that I could eat, because I was—you know me. I'm not a huge eater. No. So I, the amounts of food that I could take down were massive with her, and it wasn't the same with, with the, the first, first one. The first two, or first, first one. First one. And, I mean, I got—I <laughs> still was trying to rock a thong underwear, and— <laughs> I remember my ex, I was bent over trying to get into those things. And it looked, it was so bad. I looked like a string roast. It was a floating triangle in the front. It looked like I just had a float, floating underwear on. And, like it was just a press on. I looked back and he, the look on his face was pure fear. And because we'd been together for like eight, nine years before we'd had a baby together. Because yeah. anyway, and he his, was pure hours. fear. And, and I, I just said, what? And he goes, uh, n- nothing, you know, you you might be a bigger girl and that's okay with me. <laughs> that's what he said to me. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. Was, I, I really let it go. So yeah, I had a lot of work to do afterward. Man. So, oh, okay, just so, don't, but, okay, just don't but let so, yourself get on, there is on the that, thing. On that note, right? Right. Just before we kind of end this, right. this, uh, this podcast. Yeah. They say like nine, um, nine months to build and it's nine months to lose is do you feel like how long for you i guess like you sir probably sorry i think if i'm I was... uh, <laughs> i just had a, a stroke <laughs> um what was it like for you making a decision to sort of get on the like get fit train because you weren't really into fitness prior you know right. it's like brie really talks about how like for her right because it's gonna she be was easier already, well and because she was like and right. i think it'd be the same for for me as well are you now mm-hmm. because you care so much about health and fitness your training where it's almost like the soon as soon as you have the baby you're like oh man i get to get started right, right. so like for you not coming from that at first being a normal person yeah being normal <laughs> me being a normal um, person what yeah. i guess uh at what point were you like okay i guess i should like start running well or, i think like, it's walking. well i think it's really easy for people after they have their child to kind of just be so focused on that i mean we all we yes. talked about that already and then um especially if you have other children i mean i think for me it it was hard to make that a priority just because i was so busy and i know there's mm-hmm. a lot of moms out there that are like i i'm so busy like i've got you know you know, two schools to drive to. And I have, you know, and some, some women are working and some women are, yeah, some are working outside the home and some have like all these like extracurricular activities with babies. And anyway, all this kind of stuff going on with multiple kids. And then you kind of go, well, like you said, they don't make time for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so um, for me, it took, I mean, for me, it was about a year or so before I just was kind of like, I really am tired of, you know, not, not having the energy, you know, and having to just really make the time, whether yeah. I had to, you know, 
go to the gym for an hour, you know, go for a run for an hour when, you know, my husband at the time got home or, yeah. or whatever it is. Um, you know, some people are just too busy doing dinners and this and that, and they're so exhausted by the time. Yeah, which is, you know, but if you, but I'm telling you, you have to just, even if it's a half an hour, yeah. whatever it is. My sister's, my other sister, I have two sisters, first pregnancy um, for her, and this, we're definitely going to have Reback to talk about postpartum, but she was very depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like really bad. And she was young too. It was, it was an accident when she got pregnant. Yeah. And, um, I guess I, we some call people, those we call those a pleasant surprise. Yeah, she was a pleasant. It was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> but for her, it took a, it took a long time for her to get to a point where, because she wanted everyone's felt this. We have a goal, but it can feel so far away that it almost keeps you from even trying, right? Because right? it feels so impossible. And so that, and I've been there too, and, I, and not from a baby, but for her, it took a while for her to like get to a point where she could like start training again. And then for her, they just, you know, found ways to be able to fit it in. And that's when she really started training at home a lot and putting, right. you know, building like a uh, home gym right. and stuff like that. And so you'll that convince can, yourself. That can you'll really say, oh, help. there's just no way to fit it in. There's no way to yeah. fit in. Even if you have to get up a half hour yeah. earlier, and I know it's exhausting. I know. But it it, it will benefit. The benefits way outweigh. Yeah. And think about it as like a compound, compound effect. Like you right. may not have an hour or two or whatever, but to do a little bit every day. Think about like it will build over time, and it's so much better than not doing it at all. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and, and food is key. You have you have to eat well. Yeah. Drink That's a whole lot, other thing. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. A whole other thing. But yeah. Uh, super interesting. I I knew that I would learn things, but I definitely, you know, my eyes were open to a lot of ideas or realities that I didn't have. I never even was thinking about. Right. Um, super important to think about your own body and not just the body of the baby you're building. We are all important. And that Bree's a smart cookie. She's a smart cookie and she's adorable. <laughs> Brianna Cox. You guys can find her on Instagram at Body by Bree too. And uh, yeah, and talking about just training at home, I am relaunching my naked training. We have multiple programs and we're going to be building a pregnancy program, a mommy, awesome. pro- a mommy program, yep. and then also a postpartum program. And so a lot like of this moms is could all going to be stuff at home. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. stuff and minimal equipment. And uh, it's we're really working on building something and having something available to all types of women and men, but really focusing a lot on the women. And for sure, the mommies at home, because we, you know, we want to help you guys do what you can to, you know, be as healthy and fit and feel good about yourself as possible. So. Yeah, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Thanks for listening uh, to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And we'll see you guys. Uh, you won't see us. I always, <laughs> you always say, say, that. say that. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, 
I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.